You're listening to Real Faith Radio, presented by Praise Chapel, Las Vegas. This is where real faith meets real change. Be sure to listen to us through Apple Podcasts, Google Play Music, SoundCloud, and Spotify. Follow us on your favorite service to get instant notifications when new episodes are available to download or stream. You can also check us out on social media at PC Las Vegas and visit our website, PraiseChapelLasVegas.com to find out more about what PCLV is all about. With that being said, listen up, because here comes the word. Amen. Hallelujah. Give the Lord one more praise. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. I don't know if you ever seen that Nacho Libre. Amen. That's a cool scene there, but he was very concerned. Amen. But today, amen, I, I, the question is, is water baptism important? Is water baptism important? Well, to Nacho, it was. Come on, it was so important that he took matters into his own hands, amen, to make sure that his friend was baptized. Why? Because he was concerned for him. Well, this morning, I am concerned as well. And I just have one question for you. Have you been baptized? You know, the real question today, have you decided? Have you decided? You know, we've seen this, the clip there, and Nacho was so concerned about his friend. He was very sincere from his heart. And so he says, it, if, I don't know if you caught it, he says, we're, we're going to fight some demons today. We're going into the ring with some demons, and so I'm very concerned, and I, I want to make sure that, you know what, we're on the same page. And have you been baptized? And, and of course, you, you heard, uh, you know, uh, why, are you so, why are you so judging? Why are you judging me all the time? But he wanted to make sure that, you know what, when we go in this ring, that we're empowered by something. And so he took matters into his own hands and made sure that his friend Skeletho was baptized. But I want to minister a message entitled, Have You Decided? Have you decided, you know, how many know that we can't force anyone? Come on, we would love to sneak behind them and and do the water baptism, the Bruce Lee style. I'd love to do that, amen, if I can do it today. (laughs) But but we, we can't force people, we can't sneak around people and baptizing them without them knowing they have to make a decision, listen, for themselves. See, but before you get baptized today, and for those that are going to get baptized, you should know why. Amen? And why water baptism? So let's take a dip, deeper look at baptism today. All right? You guys ready? First, water baptism is important part of being a believer. It's an important part of being a disciple of Jesus Christ. Jesus says in Matthew chapter 28, 19, Therefore go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Mark chapter 16, 15 says this, And he said to them, Go into all the world and preach the good news to everyone. 
Anyone who believes and is baptized will be saved, but those who refuse to believe will be condemned. See, the act of water baptism, being immersed in water was a response, listen, after receiving salvation. Back in the day, people got saved, got baptized all on the same day. You know what I call that? Save, saved. I mean, that's for real saved. That is, you're all in, amen. They responded to the altar call, they get saved, and they baptized them. So we see it's an important step as a disciple of Jesus Christ. In Matthew chapter 3, verse 13 to 17, it says this. Then Jesus went from Galilee to the, the Jordan River to be baptized by John. But John tried to talk him out of it. Here he is, uh, Jesus is coming in, and he knows that this is an important step. This is before he starts his ministry. This is before he goes out and starts to win the world for, for Christ. And this is where he goes on his mission to die for you and I. And here it is, an important step that he needs to be done, amen. So he talks to John, and John's trying to talk him out of it. And he says, I'm the one who needs to be baptized by you. And he said, why are you coming to me? Then it goes on to say, but Jesus said, this should be done. For we must carry out all of God's requires. All that God requires. So John agreed to baptize him. And after his baptism, Jesus came out of the water. The heavens opened up and he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove and settling on him. And a voice from heaven said, this is my dearly loved son who brings me great joy. Here in the book of Matthew chapter 3, we see that Jesus himself gets baptized. John the Baptist baptizes Jesus in order to fulfill what was required. From there on, Jesus went to establish baptism as an external ordinance for his church, calling every believer to follow his footsteps. When they say, when he said, therefore, go, somebody say, go. When he said, go and make disciples and baptize them. See, in our modern Christian culture today, we tend to take God's commands too lightly. Come on, can somebody say amen? Come on, this is in the church today, man. We're, we're not following the rules. We're not, we're not following the commands. We kind of just bend the rules over. We, we kind of not neglect that and neglect that, and we kind of just put our own agenda. And so right now we see that in the church today, but Getting baptized is an important part of being a believer. It's an important part of being a follower, a disciple of Jesus Christ. But let me get something clear here today. Watered baptism does not save you. But it should be part of every believer. Amen? Secondly, water baptism is a symbol of a changed life. Amen? Let me show you my wedding ring. What, 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 is, what does this mean here? Come on. First of all, it's a changed life. Hallelujah. <laughs> this thing changed my life. This, this wedding ring changed my life. But this wedding ring, it, 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 it represents marriage. Amen. It represents right here. It's an outward sign that this person here is married. It means to back up. Don't even think about it. I'm taken. Yeah. All the wives say, yeah. <laughs> Only one wife, amen. Everyone, 
Go ahead, take them. <laughs> it means I'm taking, right, ladies? Oh, ladies, where, where are you, ladies? Amen. Forgive him. Forgive him. Right, ladies? Yes. Come on. It means back up. I'm taking. You know what? You, you cannot have me. Don't even think about it. Don't even look at me. Don't look at this. Well, water baptism symbolizes, listen, and identifies that a person, that person is a disciple of Jesus Christ. What you're telling is you're telling the devil, you know what? You need to back up. Don't even think about it. I belong to Jesus. I belong to the Lord. You cannot have me. And though water baptism is symbolic, there's a lot more to it, church. There's much more to it. There's a depth and there's a power that comes through water baptism. You see, when we get saved and when we answer the altar call, amen, and when we repent it, I mean, you still need to repent. Come on, repentance is needed in the church today, church. They're not preaching that over, amen. They're not saying that, but repentance is part of salvation. You need to repent. You need to turn from your ways. You need to stop doing what you're doing, amen, and say, God, forgive me for living this way. I repent. So when we answered the call and we came for salvation and we repented from our ways, listen, at that moment... You were spiritually baptized into the body of Christ. That's part of baptism. It's a spiritual baptism. You got baptized into the body of Christ. Water baptism is an outward sign. It is a declaration of an inward change and commitment. You're showing the world, you know what? I am committed. I'm sold out. I belong to Jesus. In biblical symbolism, water represents an inner cleansing, a spiritual rebirth. That's why we're known as what? Reborn Christians. There's a spiritual rebirth and the water. There's something that, that, that changes us. And water baptism is also like going to your funeral. Come on. Some of you guys can go to your funeral today. Hallelujah. It's an act of faith both to God and to this world. You see, as a person goes into the water, the person who they were once dies. It gets buried there, spiritually speaking or symbolically speaking, amen. And for some of you, I may have to leave you there a little longer to make sure. So if you start freaking out, there's some demons coming out or something. Until you start to go like this, then I'll let you up, amen. Oh. But, but it's symbolic, amen. We're, we're, we're going into that, and the person that, as you come out of that water, that person comes out as a new creation in Christ Jesus, hallelujah. But I'm here to let you know that there's power in that water over there. I'm telling there is power in that water. There is power in that water, amen. If you've been saved for a while and never been baptized in this kind of baptism or with this kind of understanding, church, 
where you still find yourself going through struggles or having a hard time uh, serving the Lord, then maybe it's time that you get baptized. Maybe it's time to die and bury that old man, bury that old woman once and for all and come up new and empowered. I remember last year, amen, people came, they weren't prepared to get baptized and got baptized. They got saved and they got baptized in their clothes. It was powerful last year. They came in, I felt like the Book of Acts church. And that's how it was. The people wanted to get saved, amen. And so we got to understand that when we go in that water, amen, we come up new and empowered. Look at what it says in Romans chapter 6, verse 4. Therefore we, are, we were buried with him through baptism into death, just as, as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, so even so, we should also walk in the newness of life. Colossians chapter 2, verse 12 says this, Buried with him in baptism, in which you, were also, which you also were raised with him through faith in working of God, in the working of God who was raised him from the dead. Church, it is time for us to bury that old man. Come on, somebody. Bury that old woman once and for all and come up new. Hello? Anyone here looking for something new? See, the real question is, have you decided? Have you decided? Third, water baptism is also an act of obedience. Being baptized is a command from God. It's not an option. See, in fact, Jesus said in Mark 16, 16, He that believeth, and is baptized shall be saved. So I want you to think about this, church, that Jesus' call to believe in him includes a call to be baptized. So if Jesus is saying it, and Nacho is saying it, we must look at it as being an important part of our Christian walk. Can somebody say amen? In the Bible, you don't read of an unbaptized Christian. In fact, like I said before, once they believed and once they got saved and repented from their ways, they were baptized that same day. Listen, there was no delay. There was no thinking about it. It's like, are you in or are you out? Are you saved or are you saved, saved? Come on, it's about, you know what, this was a commitment at that time and moment. So not only do we get them right there when they make the decision, but you know what, let's baptize this old person once and for all right here. Let's, let's make sure that on this commitment uh, that this old man, let's give that old man, that old woman a, a funeral and get rid of this stuff. Come on, somebody. Do you believe? Have you accepted Jesus as Lord and Savior? Yes? Dunk them. That's how it was back then. They went to a pool of water, baptized them. Let's look at some of those that got saved in the book of Acts. When Peter preached his first sermon on the day of Pentecost... Look at one of the first things he said and how they responded. In Acts chapter 2.38, it says this, Then Peter said to them, Repent. There's that word again. It starts off with repentance. Repent 
and let every one of you be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of your sins, and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. You, you, you see here, repentance comes first, and it says, you know what? For the remission of your sins, amen, and you'll receive what? A gift, an empowerment of the Holy Spirit. In verse 41, as you skip it, you skip down to four, verse 41, it says this, and they gladly received the word, and they were what? Baptized. They received it, they repented, and got baptized. In the book of Acts, chapter 8, verse 26 to 40, and I'm not going to read the story, but I'll, I'll talk about it. It talks about Philip leading an Ethiopian to Christ. And after they finished discussing, amen, reading from the prophet Isaiah, Philip began bringing an understanding of Jesus to him. The Ethiopian says, what stops me from being baptized? Well, he says, if you believe with all your heart, you can. He says, yes. And so they came to a body of water there, and Philip baptized him there. On the road to Damascus, after Paul's conversion, the first thing Apostle Paul was told to do was to be baptized. In Acts chapter 22, 16, it says this. It says, now, it says, now what are you waiting for? Get up, be baptized, and wash your sins away, calling on his name. This was the very first act after Saul received Christ. He says, get baptized. What are you waiting for? You need an empowerment. You need something. Get baptized. Wash away your, 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 your sins. Wash away your thinking. And throughout the New Testament, there are many others. Back then, listen church, they did not see their faith as complete until they obeyed God by being baptized. James chapter 2.26 says, Faith without works is dead. See, it was a response, church. It, it was, a, it was a, a natural response after, after you got saved was to get baptized. It, it was a, they, they didn't see it as complete. You know what? I, I'm not saved, saved until I do this. I'm not really in, in unless I do this. You know, I can come to the altar. And, and how many have seen people come to the altar many times? They just got saved last week and they're back here at the altar. Why? Because there's not an understanding. There was not not a true commitment at the altar. Amen. They, they received it. God forgave them. But it was that old man didn't die. Something has to die inside of us, church. Something has to take place. Amen. And God can move whatever way he wants to move. I mean, he delivered me on the spot. Amen. When I got saved. Amen. I never went back to my old past. I, that old man died. But there were still some changes inside of me. And for some of us, we need to change. We need to bury that old man, that, that old way, that old woman, whatever our, our thinking is, amen. And so we done, back then they didn't see it. You know what? I'm not in all the way unless I get baptized. Living faith produces an obedient heart, church. And water baptism, listen, is an act of obedience. And though water baptism is symbolic, but when we act in it in obedience and get baptized, it releases power, listen, to live a life of obedience. Something supernatural takes place in that water. You don't see it, 
All you see is a person coming in, but the person going in there, something supernatural is happening in that water. You don't see it, but let me tell you, the Holy Spirit's in there, the power of God is in there, and it's removing things from that person. I mean, it's doing surgery, kicking out things, amen, sucking things. I mean, it's going, it's doing, sir, it's doing something inside. It's making sure that that person stays inside that water, amen, and that you come up as a new person, that that old man, that old woman won't rise up, so the Holy Spirit is working, holding him down, and making sure. Now, if I physically do that to you, forgive me. I'm just concerned, that's all. Something's happening in that water, church. For some of us, see, I get first hand of looking because I'm seeing the person going down and I'm seeing the transformation of God in that person. I see them different as they come. You see them different as they come up or you may not even see it, but spiritually, something's happening. Something's happening. We get that old water there and all those dead people in there and we throw it out in the back. And then the sun dries them up. Oh, I'm melting. I mean, they're gone. They're, they're never to come back. When the sun, when the sun goes over them and dries up those old bones, those old person, you never see them again, church. The sun is more powerful. Can somebody say amen? It's going to take it away, church. Something supernatural takes place. Because of the public declaration that you're making to God, to your family, to your friends, to your brothers and sisters, to the devil, you're telling the devil something. When you go in that water, you're telling the devil something. You know what? I'm done with you. You're sitting down. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. Vamonos. Poof. I am done. You got to go with that kind of attitude. I remember when we had the baptism up here. We moved it. I remember one time, my first time at this church, we do baptism. Young girl comes in. And I, uh, I baptize you in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost. Went back and, look, oh, I hit her head too hard. <laughs> but she came up new. Hallelujah. <laughs> She's never had that feeling before. <laughs> she didn't know it was the Holy Spirit or it was me. I mean, but God graced me. Hallelujah. See, when you get baptized, church, listen, listen, when you get baptized, it becomes a little more real. It does. It becomes a little more real. There's, there's, there's a declaration that you're making. If you go with that kind of attitude in that water, there's a declaration that you're making. And you, it's a little bit more real to you about living for Christ. It takes you from the altar repentance to your public declaration that I have decided to follow Jesus. I've decided to follow Jesus. No turning back. I've drawn the line, amen. I'm not going back there. I'm not going back to the neighborhood. I'm not going over there. I draw the line. I am done with that past life. I'm stepping into the new life. I am done. 
That is what you're declaring. There is a declaration, amen, a, a public declaration that you're telling your church that I'm in. I am saved, saved. Come on, and I know it. And with that church, listen, I believe that his power, the Holy Spirit, the Holy Ghost is released in you and through you. It's something that happens. And the top of all this, guess what? When you come out of that water, the Lord is pleased with you. Like, like he was with his son. He says, I'm well pleased. You're in that water, you come up, and then that, that, that dove's going to float today. That Holy Ghost is going to come, and he's going to settle on you. And he's going to say, I'm well pleased. I'm pleased. I'm pleased that you decided to follow me. I'm pleased that you made a, a declaration in front of your church that you're going to stand with me. Come on, there's, 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 there's some responsibilities that get released there. But that power, that water, that obedience gives you a po the power to live an obedience life. You can live in obedience. Come on, somebody. It's not that hard. You go, oh, I can't do it. Yes, you can. That's you talking. I can't do it. No, you can't do it. You need some Jesus. Hallelujah. Come on, you need some baptism. Uh, you need to get rid of that old sinking thing. Get rid of that old man that, that said, I can, I can, I can. And get that spirit inside of you that says, I can, I can, I can. Si puedo. Hallelujah. Get that si puedo inside of you. Man, you start talking Chinese, Mexican, all kinds of things. Hallelujah. Coming out of that water. It's an empowerment, church. How many want some power? I mean, I... How many can use some power? Hallelujah. Come on, we need, to, we need to tap in sometimes. Sometimes we just need to, you know what, go in the shower, shower baptize yourself. Hallelujah. Come on, man, I'm getting weak. Boom, baptize yourself. You think I'm joking? Baptize yourself. You see what happens. You come up talking tongues, man. God will fill you. Man, I don't know how many times I baptized myself in the shower. I mean, that's what I needed. That's what we need sometimes. Church, the question is, have you decided? Lastly, water baptism is a burial and resurrection. That is your declaration, church. That is what you're making today is a declaration. In Romans chapter 6, verse 5 to 7, it says this. For we have been united together in the likeness of his death. Certainly we shall also be in the likeness of his resurrection. Knowing this, that our old man was crucified with him. That the body of sin might be done away with. That we will no longer be slaves of sin. For he who has died has been freed from Sin. Hallelujah. Come on, somebody. Come on, that's a shout right there, Hallelujah. You've been free from sin. If you're struggling over the guilt of your past, if you're struggling over that old man, that old woman that rises up inside of you, well, maybe it's because you haven't given that person who you were once, listen, a proper barrier. You thought he was gone? 
You thought she was dead? And that person rises up inside of you like Michael Myers in Halloween. Hallelujah. Come on, you thought he was dead? And Jason comes back. Hallelujah. From Friday the 13th. Amen. All of a sudden, chop, 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 chop. That music starts playing. And that old woman inside of you, you thought was gone, starts talking smack again. That old man you thought you had in control was gone, amen, starts going back doing those things again. Come on, don't let that music play, church. Don't let it play. See, some, some Christians have a Michael Miles spirit inside of them that don't die. Because you haven't given that person a proper burial. Come on, kill Michael. Kill Jason inside of you, hallelujah. If your name is Michael and Jason, it's not you. Hallelujah. Come on. I'm tired of men coming up to me and saying, Pastor, my wife's tripping. Baptize her. That old woman's still in there. Pastor, my husband's going cray-cray on me. <laughs> Dunk him. <laughs> I don't know how many texts I got from... From wives today, they gave me, said, dunk my husband. Here's one right here. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> Listen, water baptism is very powerful reminder. Listen, that the person that you were once is dead forever. And the brand new person comes up, rised up in Christ. You're a brand new creation, church. 2 Corinthians 5.17 says this, Therefore, if anyone be in Christ, he is a new creation. The old things have passed away, and behold, all things become brand new church. Hallelujah. I like the way the Amplified says this. It says that, Therefore, if any person is engrafted in Christ, the Messiah, he is a new creation, a, a new creature altogether. The old, previous, moral, spiritual condition has passed away, and behold, the fresh and the new has come. Come on, some. The previous old spiritual condition passes away. It means dead, gone. You're fresh. You're new. I mean, like fresh. Anybody like to be dressed fresh in you? Come on. Don't it feel good when you got that fresh cut? Those new threads, a new shirt, it feels, feels good to have some new. See, a lot of us, we're trying to walk in Christ with a lot of old on us. And we see no difference because the old is on you. Some of us, we don't know how to step into the new. We don't know how to act because you can't do it on your, by yourself, church. You need the Holy Ghost. You need Jesus. and You need to bury that person once and for all. Bury that old person. Come on, that old person just gets you in trouble. Come on, somebody. Come on, it's, it's done nothing good for you. All it does is get you in trouble. All it does is you get into messes. All you do is blow it. Come on, church. Come on, am I speaking truth here? Come on, we, we know the, I know, I, I, I know this old man. You don't know. Oh, I know, Hallelujah. Come on, I, come on, I know who I was, amen. If I don't have Christ Jesus inside of me, if this old man's not dead, I, I can cause some damage. Come on, I can do some things, amen. I, 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 I got I to bite my tongue. I say, the Holy Spirit says, shut up, shut up, shut up. 
He's my friend, amen. He can talk to me like that. Shut up, boy. Like, okay, you know. Come on. You're arguing with the Holy Spirit. But he's teaching me. It's part of my life. It's part of the empowerment of the waters. It's part of the empowerment of, uh, empowerment of the, the obedience to Christ. He's there with you to help us. Because without him, we're nothing. Without him, we blow it. Come on, you can, you, can, you can only do good by yourself so far, church, and then you blow it. We need, some, we need some Jesus, hallelujah. We need some Holy Spirit inside of us, amen. We need to be empowered and grafted in Christ. We need to stop and we need to walk in the newness of Christ. We need to be that new creation. you got to tell yourself in the mirror, girl, stop tripping, you're a new creation. Come on, man, stop, stop, stop. Talk going all crazy. You're a new creation. You got to talk to yourself. You got to encourage yourself and let the Holy Spirit show a reflection of who you are to the mirror and say, get it right. Amen. Tap in, tap out. Amen. Get into my word. Amen. Get baptized. Church, you have absolutely nothing to lose, but everything to gain by following Jesus in the water through baptism. Ultimately, it goes back to the statement that Jesus made in John chapter 14, 15. If you love me, you love Jesus? If you love me, you'll keep my commands. That's how we become empowered Christians, church, by keeping his commands. Like I said, don't you notice when you do it your way, it doesn't quite work out? But when we do it Jesus' way, even though we may not see the response like this, it works out. That's what being still is all about too, church. God is teaching us this year, you got to just hold on. I'm on the scene. I know what's going on in your life. I know everything. You just got to be still and know that I'm God. I got this. I created all this. I'm the creator of heaven and earth. I, I can do what I want to do. I know. I know everything. If I know all your, the, the count of your hair, I know everything inside and out. I made you. Be still. Hold on. I'm coming. Help's coming. If you keep loving me, you keep my commands. Live in obedience. I close today, church. Baptism is simple, but a profound act of obedience that will carry you with you for the rest of your life. If you have not yet taken the step in this Christian faith, amen, or recommitted your life to the Lord and never been baptized, and with this type of understanding of what baptism is, I strongly encourage you to make the decision. Today, and follow Jesus by getting baptized. As we celebrate with you of bearing that old man, that old woman, and coming up new as a new creation in Christ Jesus. Of course, we can't take baptism without first embracing what it represents, church. And that is a living relationship with Jesus Christ. Without baptism, listen... Without this, without this relationship, baptism today 
will be you getting simply wet. And that is all. Let's all stand up.